Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. And it's Sunny and me coming to you from the couch today. That's right, hanging out in the living room. Holly and Lovey's off in the corner in the kitchen. Papa's upstairs. Oh, hello, Holly. And, uh, yeah, there, there we go. Now he knows we're doing a podcast, and all is well. There may be a few more chirps until things finally settle down, uh, but that's life around our house. Um, so I thought maybe we'd answer some crafty questions today. You guys have had a lot of questions on YouTube. So I'm, yes, yes, they have questions, Holly, and they must be answered. So we are here to answer them. Um, I thought this was an interesting question. Um, Lena Stewart asks, what do you, okay, this is on the, got a, this is a video called got a cereal box in a bed sheet, question mark. Um, what are you going to do with the strings on the inside and were you going to finish the outside spine? Uh, that would have been nice for a beginner um, to see. Love your dog. Thanks for the video. Okay, so I actually had to go back and look at the video wondering what she was talking about. <laughs> and um, actually, um, I looked at the strings on the inside of each signature and I had left them long. And sometimes I do that, I'll, I'll do it without even thinking about it because I'll have in my, the back of my mind the idea to go ahead and dangle something from those later. So I might tie a little metal charm or a small bead. Um, if it's a flat metal charm, it can hang inside the book itself. But if it's uh, bulbous in any way, I'll have it dangle below the book. And um, if, they, if there's several that hang below the book, I call them a little bunny tail. And then when you rest the book on its edge on a um, shelf, the little bunny tail sits off to the left of the spine um, I don't know why I call it a bunny tail. Yes, there's a lot of Twitter. I do. I call it a bunny tail, okay? Um, <laughs> um, but uh, those are just fun things that you can play with on a junk journal because really you can do whatever you want with these little different parts of the journal. Um, you can have a lot of fun with those little strings. You can even put tiny beads on them like little little small Czechoslovakian beads. Oh boy, we are in a squitter Twitter fest this morning, aren't we? Or this afternoon. Um, okay, I'm going to try and tilt the phone away so it doesn't blast you in the ears. Um, but uh, that is one thing that you can do. And oh, the other question was, oh, and are you going to finish the outside of the spine? I'm going to call that particular spine an exposed spine. And I think I'm not going to cover it because I like the way it looks naturally. It has a nice natural finish with the cotton muslin that I use to cover the journal with. And um, I like that look. And you can also, as you're threading your signatures in, you could string beads on the outside of the spine as well um, if you wanted to do that. But if you don't like the look of an exposed spine, you can still sew it everything together that way and then just cover the spine with something of your choice, like a piece of trim or fabric or um, um, a snippet roll, something like that, to cover the... Um, the spine strings. There's another way to do a hidden spine where you don't pierce the spine itself, but you actually make a, a secret interior spine and you glue that whole um, project <laughs> to the spine inside. And that's another way to mask as the strings of the spine. I think different journals lend themselves to different looks and I would recommend trying all of them to see what you like. Because uh, you might find that you change as you go along. I found that happened to me a lot. Um, Let's see, what other, wait a minute, 
way. Contains questions. Okay, that's the button I have to push. Oh boy, we're, yep, in a Twitter fest. Okay. <clears throat> All right, I'm looking, I'm checking. Is everybody okay? Yes, everybody's okay. All right. Okay, uh, Jam, J-A-M, uh, asks, um, lo- uh, say, uh, no, I'm sorry. Let's go back to the regular uh, questions. Here we are. Here we are at the regular questions. Um, Vicki Smith asks, what the heck? Okay, what video is she talking about? She's talking about uh, dressing up the pages, part 12, make, make a junk journal from an old book. Yes, I have two series called Make a Junk Journal from an Old Book or How to Make a Junk Journal from an Old Book. One I made a long time ago. It was a three-part series, and it's, it's been around a while. You may have seen it over, out on the Internet. But then I decided to do a revisit of that, but to a much more in-depth degree. And I did a 12-part series on how to make a junk journal from an old book. And I actually took you through every single step that I did. Um, I didn't cut out anything. I never cut out anything. But I didn't cut out anything because I wanted you to see everything from beginning to end to to totally decorated and completely done. So if you want to see an in-depth version of how to make a junk journal from an old book, every painstaking step of the way I've got a series for you but um, yeah it's uh, you can also zip through and see what parts you want to look at I think I do a hidden spine in that as well just just saying I think I do don't quote me maybe not I've, I've made a few journals and I kind of forget sometimes okay um, so Vicki Smith says who doesn't love sunbun I say get a life did somebody insult my sunbun how dare how dare Sonny He's looking at me like, what would I do, Mom? What would I do? <laughs> yeah. uh, I love your videos, and especially the pupster. Keep on flailing. Flailing? <laughs> Keep on flailing. <laughs> Talking and pup dates are appreciated. That's right. Apparently, I'm a flailer. I'm a hand flailer. Um, I, I think that's what she means. <laughs> I, I do. I do flap. I know I do. Um, uh, it's... Linda Scott asks um, on the video that's titled How to Make Journal Cards Out of Greeting Cards for Your Junk Journals. She asks, great idea. And I also, I could not find any info on your glue bottle. Can you tell? Um, oh, about my glue bottle. Um, it must be the Sugar Bells Icing Piping Bottle. Did I, did I answer this the other day? This sounds so familiar. Hang on. Yes, I have answered this, and I need to mark these as already answered because I answered those in the regular craft chat. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm back. All right, I caught up to where we are in the questions, and uh, a lady named Pam asks, what kind of mat do you use where you can use your X-Acto knife and it won't ruin your mat? It's called a self-healing craft mat, and uh, they're amazing. Um, They've are the greatest things in sliced bread if you've never worked on one before. Um, the only thing you can't do is iron on it. So just because, how do I know? Th- how do I know this? How do I know this? Because I tried to iron on it once. You know, it's funny when you're crafting, you just think your mat can handle everything. Don't iron on it. But yes, you can use a craft knife and uh, cut. Um, I mean, if you really grate the knife in there, you could you could injure it. But if you're just doing like slices through paper, no problem at all. Um, you can get them at Walmart, anywhere, any of the regular craft stores, Hobby Lobby, Michaels. You can order them online. They come in all sorts of different sizes. Um, I think they're very popular in the sewing department. A lot of uh, like fabric cutters will use these types of self-healing mats as well. 
So if you have any sewing stores or anything like that, you're going to love it. It's like, that's a good investment. Um, and if you have the one with the grid on it, even better, even better. Okay. Tina Ashworth, she asks from the video, don't miss this junk journal tuck tip. Um, simple beginner tutorial. Uh, she asks, love the tuck. Where do our beloved things go? I have lost my bone folder. Ordering a new one. The lost one will show up someday, probably after the new one arrives. LOL. Hello, Sunny and Holly. Oh, that's sweet. Um, isn't that the truth? Tina, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what it is, but I can sit in one location, not elevate my bottom off the chair, and stuff hides on me in like a two by two square foot area, right in with the camera is on and rolling, the bone folder, the scissors, um, the glue stick. I mean, you name it, the, the ruler. Oh my God, the ruler. I don't know where it goes. It just like slithers onto some papers, uh, you know, around the corner somehow. I have no idea how it all happens. And um, I know I can't be alone in this. And uh, it's just so, it's actually comical how much it, it does happen. It's, it's ridiculous actually. <laughs> but it, uh, it is an everyday occurrence around here. So um, I have to admit, it does happen less when I have a clean desk, but you know, that lasts for about 30 seconds on my desk once I start crafting so you know it's just part of it I just roll with it yeah I just lost my um, little micro tip easy action tiny scissors the other day and I had to I had to go buy another pair because um, I, I simply cannot exist without them I love those little scissors and and the minute they were gone and I I did I tore my place apart couldn't find them and I'm sure I will find them exactly where I left them um, they probably got stuck in some drawer as I was putting stuff away and uh um, you know, I'm hiding it from myself. Um, okay. So that's, we've got you covered. Great. Uh, got that one. Okay. Uh, Lou Bell's creations, Lou Bell's creations on the same video. Don't miss this junk journal tuck tip. Good morning, Miss Pam. I was watching today's video and my six year old son heard you say that Pluto wasn't a planet anymore. He said, mama, how does she know that? <laughs> I told him, honey, I bet Miss Pam is a very smart lady. He and I talk about you like you're our neighbor. Oh, that's so sweet. Whenever he hears your voice, he will say, there's Miss Pam in sunshine. Uh, LOL, I thought this might make you smile. Oh, that totally does. Um, thank you. That just That is an absolute hoot. <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Lou Bell and grandson. That is so sweet. Um, oh, it's your son, your six-year-old son. Sorry. <laughs> um, yes, I know. Um, I'm a little bit devastated because when I grew up, um, it was a planet. So in my heart of hearts, it'll always be a planet. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Um, Elizabeth Royko asks another, uh, same video. Don't miss this junk journal tip, uh, uh, tuck tip. Um, another fabulous morning with you, Pam. Hey, where did you get the ink daubers? I have different kind and not thrilled with them. Thanks. Um, ink daubers, ink daubers. Okay, well, I usually use two kinds of ink daubers. Um, and since I don't have the video running in front of me, I'm going to guess it's one of those two types. The regular um, Tim Holtz ones. They look like um, little wooden dowels and they're just a sponge on the end. And you can get those. I know I've seen them in Hobby Lobby and you can buy them on Amazon. I believe they're made by Tim Holtz or Ranger or Distress Ink Company. And I know I have a link for them in my Amazon shot if that's helpful for you. But I, um, the other one is a makeup paddle brush, which uh, 
I originally, where did I, I originally got my set in TJ Maxx a long time ago, and then I, it came in a, in a pack of five random sizes, very densely packed bristles, great for stenciling, great for inking. Um, it gives you a different look than the sponges. Um, so I, I recommend trying both of those because they're wonderful. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried regular makeup sponges, um, some other different kinds of uh, daubers, and I was, I was deeply disappointed. But these few, um, these two different types, I've really kept with over the years. And uh, um, but I have seen other crafters be very happy with different different ones. You're going to see a lot of people use different ink daubers out there, and it's kind of fun to see how different people work with their tools and we we tend to get very attached to our craft tools because I, I don't know maybe we just get very familiar with them we know what to expect how they're going to work how much ink it's going to hold that type of thing but I rarely change those ink pads um, I only maybe I don't have an ink dauber in every single color of ink I would have a million of them but uh, I go in broad categories so I'll have one brown dauber for all my browns one pink dauber for all my pinks, green, blue, and then black. I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, and then there's like, you know, I have a couple little oddball ones around. And if you're think, if you're looking for an easy, like if you have, um, you can just buy the sponge ends. And if you don't have the little wooden dowel thing, you can um, just glue them uh, or Velcro them onto a wooden spool and that'll basically do the same thing. I got that uh, tip from Jessica Rapp. Thank you very much, uh, Jessica, because I love that tip. I share it as much as possible, and um, uh, lots of people find that really handy. I know I did when you shared it with me, so thank you. Um, okay, now, Claudia Latifa asks, uh, now she's re responding to Junk Journal Craft Chat. Uh, this was from last week's Craft Chat. Uh, one day, one day, but here is one question. Where did you find your stamps with the seasons of the year? Spring, summer, autumn, and winter. I searched everywhere. Love your videos. Okay, I've got it probably either on eBay or on Etsy. Those would be the, pro the most common places where I would get rubber stamps. And I often look for word stamps or word rubber stamps or um, sentiment rubber stamps. Um, I buy a lot of used and old word stamps. Often they're out of make, like they're out of print. I don't know what the right word is. They're, they're, they're not made anymore because um, companies go through waves and they'll make a bunch of things for a while and then they'll stop making them or they'll make different words and things like that. And um, I got, uh, I don't really buy too many of the silicone stamps anymore, the clear stamps, because I did the dreaded thing of piling them. I peeled them all off of their plastic and then I piled them all together in a drawer and they just all became one. I don't know if you've ever had that happen but it's it's quite disheartening once you see them all become one big jelly blob and you can't get them apart anymore and uh, um, so I found that a little a little disconcerting we shall say yes <laughs> and I found that even though the rubber stamps are bigger and clunkier um, they're just more I don't know there's something nostalgic about them that that block feel that uh, uh, they don't melt together. Eventually the rubber can get old and maybe there's a way you can condition them, but you know, I'm never gonna do that. I'll just get another one. Um, but 
um, they seem to last a long time. You don't have to worry about them touching each other, God forbid. And um, I mean, you know, who, who would have thought of that? Um, and um, so, yeah, yeah, I would try eBay and I would look even in used rubber stamps. Um, you're going to find a lot of people will be releasing their craft supplies. Either they're done with the craft or they've died or they're moving and they can't take the stuff with them. You know, those people, once they've died and they sell stuff, <laughs> I'm just like, obviously the person who's died has, is not actively selling the things. But so often family members will be liquidating stuff. Um, another place to check is also uh, Facebook Marketplace and um, Craigslist. You'll find people. Oh, and um, Mercari is another good place to look for used stamps. And you're going to find some old editions of, of stamps. And honestly, I don't remember where I got the the, the uh, Four Seasons, but maybe Google that, like Four Seasons rubber, rubber stamps or spring, summer, winter, fall, whatever it is, um, rubber stamps. Um, I tried the individual letters, you know, where you make up the word. And great in theory, but in actuality, boy, that is tedious. Let me tell you, you're like arranging those words and... Is it an N? Is it a U? Is it an N? Is it a U? You can sit there for an hour trying to decide what is what that is. Now, so we, we let that go. And um, now I found the words were easier. If I could just find a few cool words. So if you do, if you find the word, what is that? Hold on. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Um, if you find a word stamp that's used and you really think you like the word, get it because it won't be there next time you look because I have people asking me for these word stamps all the time and it's kind of a hit or miss but you'll find them if you keep looking for them out there don't give up because they are there and they're worth finding because you will use them uh, Sanban Sanban what are we doing we are announcing that that what father has a video on upstairs and, and you're letting the world know is that what's going on Yes? Oh, you look so mild-mannered and innocent on the video. They didn't know you had a big voice, huh? Yeah, I know. He wants to play. Well, you t we'll, we'll play again. We'll play, we'll play more. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, um, okay, there we go. We have that one. All right, we're moving along here. Um, Denise Streitman asks, uh, same video, don't miss this junk journal tuck tip. Um, very neat. Why didn't I ever think of that? After seeing it, it's obvious, but I know. I know, Denise. I'm telling you that tuck tip, I don't know what it is. It, it, it's nothing, it's, it's not brain surgery, but it just, I've never done that before. And there you go. <laughs> so I figure any, anytime I figure out, uh, you know, it, sometimes things are not new, but they're new to me. And I like to share them because I'm thinking we all don't know everything or we all haven't been exposed to everything, even though we've been in the junk journal arena or the junk journal world for a while. And we think we've seen it all, done it all, played with it all. And then all of a sudden something comes along and you think, what? Why did I ever think of that? It's so obvious. It's right in front of me. How come I'm staring at the paper? Why didn't the paper bend and fold that way in my brain? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, and that's why we share our ideas with each other. And um, uh, there's always more to learn with paper. Boy, that's one thing I've definitely learned that um, whenever you think you've done it all, not even close, sister. Not even close. Okay. Minka Demko. She asks on the same video. I must, I mean, I am in, no, I don't know. This has just got a lot of questions on this video. Okay. Minka asks, hey Pam, how about doing a challenge for inspiration? Take one each 
from uh, your supply categories and create a page or small journal. One scissor, one piece of cloth, one cereal box, one stamp, one ink, one glue, one washi tape, one string, one bead, one ribbon, one ephemera digital page, one sticker, one paper bag, something for pages. You get the idea. Random unrelated themes. Or is this how you normally operate? (laughs) Thanks for all you do. Um, I don't know. That sounds like a fun uh, challenge, Minka. Um, You know, maybe we'll try that in an up and coming video. That just sounds like a lot of fun because, I mean, what's the worst you're going to end up with? A journal? I mean, that's always a cool thing. So um, I'm going to I'm going to break that down as a uh, uh, put that on my idea list because I like your idea, Minka. Thank you. Um, Oh, Minka's got a follow up. Oh, <laughs> okay. She asked, why is Holly so quiet? <laughs> well, did you listen to today's uh, podcast? I hope so. <laughs> You're going to find the answer to that. Sometimes Holly is actually sleeping. He goes through sleeping phases. He goes through foraging phases where he's like, you know, checking out what's in his little bowl. And uh, he gets a uh, little pile of vegetables and some fruit and a couple nuts. And then he has his big bowl of seeds, <coughs> seeds, his uh, big bowl of kibble. And so sometimes he's just, you know, meandering his way through that. But okay, let's do one more question. And there, there he is right on cue. Um, Star Schloniger asks, same video again, um, per usual, making Mondays better for everyone. Uh, been listening to your podcast. Oh, thank you very much, Star. Wondered why no mention of Sunny until you announced a puppy was coming on the podcast I just finished. Do you have a video that introduces us to all of your babies? Would love to really hear Holly. Is, is it, it is Holly, not Polly, right? Yes, it's Holly, like Hollywood. His name is actually Hollywood. He was given to us uh, with that name, so it stuck. And we call him Holly for short. <coughs> Talk, um, the lovebirds, Twitter, Sonny's cute little face, and of course, your video um, of the corner belly band is the bee's knees. I listen to your podcast to and from work. Nice to have. Well, read more. Uh, sure. That, uh, sure. That give me a little smile before or after a stressful, crazy day. Uh, okay. Um, I do have some pictures of all my, my, uh, furry and feathered family on my community tab on my, uh, main YouTube channel. And you can also see Holly has some videos on Instagram um, under my channel name and also um, uh, Sonny has some YouTube shorts and he also has some little spots on Instagram and of course you see him on the YouTube videos and uh, so there there you go they're getting there there I will um, I've had a lot of requests to see Holly lately so I think I'm gonna have my husband hold Holly and um, I'll give you guys a, a good run rundown of uh, of uh, what Holly has been up to, because he's just been an active little guy. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up there, folks. I hope you had an awesome day. Hoping all is well at your end. Take care, everybody. And happy crafting to everybody. And we will be talking to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.